Welcome to the December 2022 news episode of Turning Season Podcast, coming to you every new moon and full moon, your regular doses of active hope in the great turning. Listen in for news and deep conversations about our adventure toward a life-honoring, life-sustaining way of being human on Earth. This show is for every one of you who's awake to our multiple crises, feels your love for life on Earth, and chooses to participate in cultivating ways of life we can believe in, making a life-honoring present even in the face of an uncertain future. I'm your host, Leilani Navar. I'm a facilitator of the work that reconnects, an acupuncturist and dream worker, and a believer in the power of conversation. This podcast is one way the great turning happens through me. Welcome and thank you for being here. Before the main news, a little news from me, I'm hosting a free workshop online on Tuesday, January 10th, called Keep It Moving, Practical Wisdom from Chinese Medicine and Deep Ecology on Your Emotions, Your Health, and the State of Our World. You can come to turningseason.com moving to sign up to attend live or get access to the recording. We all experience stress in our personal lives, and we know that the world right now, we can call it stressful, among other things. And we have also all heard that stress causes disease. And Chinese medicine teaches us that about half our diseases trace back to how we relate to our emotions. I want to share with you a Chinese medicine-inspired way of looking at stress and stress relief that might be new to you explain how different emotions affect the body differently and how our physical health affects our emotions, plus teach you a couple of practical techniques from self-acupressure massage and qigong for moving the stagnation caused by emotional stress. We'll also do a little bit of the work that reconnects and explore how Joanna Macy and a deep ecology perspective teach us how our emotions about what's happening in the world can help us serve and make change, and how our human emotions might be a crucial way that life on Earth sustains itself. In short, we're going to be sharing an hour together exploring my favorite things and getting into some practical resources for meeting these times with active hope and feeling well. Again, this will be on January 10th or the morning of January 11th for all of you listeners in Australia and nearby time zones, and you can sign up at turningseason.com moving to attend live or have access to the recording. And now for the news. Again, one story each from the three dimensions of the great turning, the first being holding actions that protect and slow down damage to the web of life, number two, fostering life-sustaining systems or Gaian systems, which are new and remembered ways to provide for ourselves connect with each other and enjoy our lives that are life-sustaining. And third, shifts in consciousness, the ways our worldviews and mindsets need to adjust to be able to keep these more life-honoring ways of living going. In the life-sustaining systems dimension, I'd like to introduce you to an organization called Plethora Social Initiative in Uganda, founded by a young refugee named Irenge Mudekuza Gloire, who goes by Gloire or Glory. I connected with him through the Earth Regenerators platform and have had the chance to speak with him a couple of times 
about how Plethora Social Initiative has been providing permaculture, agroforestry, and regenerative agriculture education as part of their mission to support refugees in building new lives in Uganda. In November, they began a month-long permaculture training program designed for 100 vulnerable local farmers to learn design principles and innovative approaches to intensive food production, learn about sustainable livelihoods, and receive the seeds and basic garden tools that they need to implement what they learn. Coming up in February 2023, they'll be hosting a two-day regenerative campaign to support local farmers in refugee settlements and their host communities by training them in regenerative agriculture and how to create compost. This campaign will also provide them with agricultural tools, such as hoes, machetes, spades, and wheelbarrows, as well as quality seeds. This is a way to help address food security, as many refugee communities are facing lack of food, as well as build long-term resilience. I'll quote directly from Plethora's website that Guar and his team have put together. Every day, people are forced to leave their native lands due to war, conflict, or natural disasters, and many seek refuge in Uganda. There, they find a temporary sucker, but still they face more challenges as they become highly dependent on the generosity of the international community for their survival and livelihood. In many cases, international communities and the host government neglect these people because they are concerned about them becoming dependent upon humanitarian assistance. In addition, humanitarian assistance often cannot sufficiently provide for all of their needs. People who live in refugee camps struggle with daily hardships and wonder desperately about their chance of someday achieving a secure and stable life. Most refugees have escaped unspeakable suffering and are carrying very heavy psycho-emotional burdens and deep inner wounds from which they struggle to recover. They may fall into dangerous, vicious cycles caused by dark remembrances, bitter regrets, self-demeaning behavior, swallowed anger, rumination, desire for revenge, and a deep sense of hopelessness. Plethora Social Initiative is a refugee-led organization that develops the inner potential and capacities of refugees and their host communities. We seek to encourage and develop each person's unique abilities as we serve large communities, all while developing a regenerative culture. Plethora offers a learning environment and a community of practitioners that together will build a resilient local community. Together, we are building skills, capacities, knowledge, values, and creative thinking while providing the necessary tools to create thriving communities. Very exciting and heartening to see this project growing, and it's a project that would gratefully receive support if you are moved to donate funds to support their efforts to educate, connect, and provide seeds and tools. Come to the show notes at turningseason.com episode 26 for a link to the Plethora Social Initiative website to learn more about them and to make a donation if you'd like. In the dimension of holding actions, Fossil Free Research is a campaign calling on UK and US universities to ban acceptance of fossil fuel industry funding for research related to climate change, the environment, and energy policy. It's coordinated by international student divestment and climate justice activists 
with the support of a wide range of academics, climate experts, and university members. Oil and gas giants have developed research partnerships with universities including Harvard, Stanford, Oxford, Cambridge, and Princeton. Fossil-free research says these companies have a clear agenda in doing so, making themselves look like legitimate partners in advancing climate solutions and having a role in the production of knowledge around those solutions to actually undermine climate action. Fossil-free research participants and campaigners for divestment have been engaged in direct actions like sit-ins and more high-profile actions like storming the field during a football game between Harvard and Yale with pro-divestment banners for the past few years, as well as raising awareness through social media and major media outlets. In October of 2021, the Divest Harvard campaign celebrated the school's announcement that it would allow fossil fuel investments in its $42 billion endowment to expire, effectively divesting from the industry. On September 29, 2022, Princeton University announced a commitment to divest and dissociate from 90 oil and gas companies, including Total Energies, Syncrude Canada, and ExxonMobil. Princeton had received over $7.9 million from ExxonMobil for climate and energy research in the last six years alone. Princeton is now severing both endowment ties and research partnerships in the first official adoption of a fossil-free research policy by a university. This is a historic achievement, the result of persistent student, faculty, and alumni organizing by the Divest Princeton campaign. Last month, November 2022, students held four days of action, occupying buildings and offices and holding rallies at universities including Cambridge, Tufts, George Washington University, University of Toronto, Oxford, Stanford, Harvard, and more. You can find the links to learn more about these campaigns in the show notes at turningseason.com episode 26. Finally, in the shifts in consciousness dimension, I will read you the Declaration of Revolutionary Love from the Revolutionary Love Project, founded here in the U.S. by civil rights leader and visionary Valerie Kaur. I'm currently listening to the audiobook of her memoir and manifesto called See No Stranger, and I would highly recommend it. I'll have a link to order the book through our bookshop in the show notes. I'm deeply moved and heartened by her commitment to fight for a just, inclusive, life-sustaining society, and to see this fight through with love, not hatred or judgment. And I love her metaphor of birthing labor, the way we breathe and push as a way to understand the labor for social justice and of birthing the societies we know are possible. Here's the Declaration of Revolutionary Love. We pledge to rise up in revolutionary love. We declare our love for all who are in harm's way. Refugees, immigrants, Muslims, Sikhs, Jews, queer and trans people, black people, indigenous people, Asian Americans, Latinx people, the disabled, women and girls, working class people and poor people. We vow to see one another as brothers, sisters, and siblings. Our humanity binds us together, and we vow to fight for a world where all of us can flourish. We declare love even for our opponents. 
We oppose all policies that threaten the rights and dignity of any person. We vow to fight not with violence or vitriol, but by challenging the cultures and institutions that promote hate. In this way, we will challenge our opponents through the ethic of love. We declare love for ourselves. We will protect our capacity for joy. We will rise and dance. We will honor our ancestors whose bodies, breath, and blood call us to a life of courage. In their name, we choose to see this darkness not as the darkness of the tomb, but of the womb. We will breathe and push through the pain of this era to birth a new future. That's the Declaration of Revolutionary Love. Come to the show notes at turningseason.com slash episode 26 for links to Valerie Kaur's book, See No Stranger, and to dive deeper into the Revolutionary Love Project. Thank you for listening today. You'll hear from me again on the full moon in January. In the meantime, I would love to see you at the workshop on January 10th, Keep It Moving, Practical Wisdom from Chinese Medicine and Deep Ecology on Your Emotions, Your Health, and the State of Our World. You can come to turningseason.com moving to sign up to attend live or to get access to the recording. Thank you again for listening and for all the ways you play your part.